0: Here is my reality reflection for today.
1: God speaks to all of us, every single one of us. The problem is, we don't know how to discern if it's Him, if it's evil, or if it's us. That is the key to learning God's voice, to discerning spirits throughout the day, so you can know who is living your life. It's ah what's the word? It's not hard. It takes tenacity. This is why reflection is really important because during the day as things are happening and you reflect and you ask yourself, what is this all about? I don't know. We've all had that green worm feeling, haven't we? That uncomfortable settling feeling in our stomach, that sick to our stomach feeling. When we're either about to do something Or we hear something or we react to something. I mean, I could go back to, I think it was eighth grade. And I went over to a friend's house to spend the night. And we started watching the movie, The Omen. The entire time, I was sick to my stomach. And I was scared. I didn't want to watch it. And I called my mom. I said I was sick. Called my mom and she went and picked me up. I don't know if I ever told her this. But if that was not God <laughs> speaking to me and in seventh grade, I don't know who it was. Because it certainly wasn't Satan making me feel sick about it. Satan wanted me to love it. Perhaps that's why I don't like scary movies. Or any of these apocalypse kind of things and blood and gore. I've never, ever liked it. I don't feel comfortable watching those movies. Maybe it was right before you were going to sin. And you felt that don't do it, regret and shame before you even did it. But you did it anyway. And it's not always with these huge, massive things, right? Where it's pretty blatant because you're sick to your stomach. You might have a total peace. And don't be fooled by total Peace. How many times do you hear? When you're discerning, you will feel the peace of God come over you. It'll feel good, whatever it is that you're discerning to do. However, if you are in mortal sin, that peace is most likely coming from the devil. And the prickling and the uncomfortable. Is coming from God. Because when I was in mortal sin, I would know. <laughs> Think about it. Think about when you know you're ready to commit a sin. You, your body knows it. Your mind knows it. You're being talked to by the spirit within you. All too often, we allow the devil to override that. Oh, I'll go to confession. I'll go tomorrow. There's scheduled confession tomorrow. I can do this. God will forgive me. I just need this release. I just need this stress to be taken off me so I could be better for my family. Think of all of the excuses that the clever devil puts into our head as well as ourselves, because frankly, we are also ones that talk ourselves away from the voice of God. Maybe it's a friendship with someone and you know, man, I don't think this is the right friendship. But for some reason, you you feel good when you're with that person and you think about them highly, but then there's just this one thing that kind of makes your stomach turn, doesn't sit right with you. Yet you think that that person's like your best buddy and you, you're, you're perfect and everybody likes her, him, whoever it is. But if we ignore that sign from God, that voice from God, trying to keep us out of trouble, a lot of people call it intuition. A lot of people say sixth sense. Your gut feel. Stop that madness, please, because it is God. It's not the universe. It's not the energy that we put out that comes back. It is God. God, God, God. This is why it's so important to pay attention to your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit as you're going through the day. Discerning spirits takes time and practice. There's no getting around it. There's no shortcut. You don't just know God's voice. I'll share with you last night. We were watching the football games. I would prefer not to watch the NFL, but I can't get my family to to join in. So the kids were over and the first game I had made a comment. I'm like, wow, it seems like God had his hand on that first game. The Bengals winning seemed like all the cards were stacked against them, but so many opportunities and chances for turnover and they ended up winning. And so later on, the kids went home and one of them sends me a text and says, so If God had his hand on this one, who's going to, who does God say going to win the next one (laughs) between the 49ers and the Rams? Now I don't use God as a magic eight ball. I try not to, but at that time I prayed, you know, Lord, who is going to win the 49ers or the Rams? And I got my whoosh. Y'all know I get this whoosh because I personally wanted the the 49ers, but he, he said the Rams so that's exactly what I said to my son. I go, well, I personally want the 49ers, God saying the Rams. I said, but let me know, because if you're putting any money on this, I got to go to confession. <laughs> and so this morning I didn't hear from him. I said, do I have to go to confession? Question mark. And he said, the Lord has blessed me with 10 new dollars. <laughs> so I was dying with that. But this is You know, you're not going to have that whoosh or necessarily a big sign like that. But it took me a long time to study discernment of spirits. I think there's like 14 rules St. Ignatius of Loyola puts together. And once you realize how God works and how evil works, it is really pretty simple. So for any of you out there who are saying, God does not speak to me because I have clients in my life who struggle with that, I myself on the journey said, I don't know why I'd ever hear God's voice. I want to hear God's voice. I want to do his will. But once you learn, oh my goodness, I cannot tell you what freedom there is in it. And then you can really choose. You're not being duped. You're choosing to go against what God's saying or vice versa. You are choosing to go with what God is telling you. And God puts thoughts in our heads. It's not just physical, but he puts thoughts in our heads. He puts scenarios in our heads. And honestly, that usually our thoughts and our emotions drive some sort of Reaction in our body, a physical sensation of some sort when you're happy, you feel elated, you know, when you're sad, you're kind of depressed. I mean, your body isn't bouncing around like you're like you're happy when you're sad. Again, we all hear God's voice. We just don't know which one it is. And that, I would think, for anyone who's listening, might perk your interest. But I'm going to tell you, I love Father Gallagher. I love Father Gallagher. He's great. But I read his book, The Discernment of Spirits, and I was like reading another language. I could barely understand it. Then... Dan Burke, who I know, he's a friend of mine. He wrote a book, Spiritual Warfare and Discernment of Spirits. That one's good. But I'm going to tell you, he and his wife do a podcast called Divine Mercy Podcast. It's for EWTN. And if you go out there and search Discernment of Spirits, you might be able to find this 14-part series that was probably the best for me because it used examples and they had a dialogue. It's harder for me in a book. I'm, I'm, I'm not a book learner, never been. I don't comprehend what I read very well. So other ways for me to learn is, you know, through podcasts and speaking and also, you know, like dialogues and YouTube videos and things like that. So I really do strongly encourage all of you. Why wouldn't you want to learn God's voice? Because he speaks to every single one of us all day long. It's fabulous. So I don't know if I ended up saying I might have. I I can't remember. So the Rams won. He won 10. The Lord has blessed me with 10 new dollars. Excuse me, But I want you to know that in that aspect, I think my son was probably, because the game was not good. It didn't look like the Rams were going to win the whole time. They just kind of picked it up at the end. And I am sure, both of my sons are on the text. I am sure they were like, oh yeah, it looks like the Rams are really going to win this one. And then when they do, think about it. Because they know that God chose it. I didn't. I wanted the 49ers. I think that's awesome. And there could be ways that we could share this. Share the decision. Share what we feel God is urging. You know what? I really want to have that fourth glass of wine. But I'm good as I am right now. And I feel God saying, you've had enough. I don't know. It's an amazing thing that I think everybody desires, but not everybody chooses to learn. And it's not that hard. Once you learn kind of the basics, you can then apply it into your life immediately, immediately. And it becomes fun. In the beginning, I kind of looked at it as a game, a game that I was winning with the devil. (laughs) You know, I'm like, you sock. Yes, I use the S-U-C-K word sometimes. You stink, devil. You don't get to do this to me anymore. I got you. Not only can I spy you, and I now know your voice, I can deliver you out of my life, my man. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of. Boom. Get the heck out of here. So take that step forward, search discernment of spirits, learn, because when you do your life changes and you begin to live in the spirit, you begin to live and do God's will because guess what? You're open to it, you know it, you hear it. We don't always do it. (laughs) I'll be honest with you. We don't always do it, but I guarantee you, if we choose to go down that direction that God told us not to, we'll know pretty darn fast. And then we can turn, go back to God, say, I'm sorry. But again, it's all about reflecting, paying attention, having meaning in your life, purposefully looking around for God. I've said this before, but when you pray, you must expect God to answer because if we go in, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me, if we go into prayer double-minded, where we're kind of like, eh, I'm pretty sure God's not going to answer this one, but I'm going to pray for it anyway. Well, you know, wishy-washy, not thinking that God's going to do this miracle in our lives, then we're not going to get our prayers answered because he put it in the Bible that says he's not going to give us our desires. We have to have no doubt in our mind. So if you're trying to make a decision in life, give it to God fully, but pay attention to how you feel when you think about the two different decisions. What is my life going to look like With this decision, how do I feel? I feel free. I feel calm. I feel be. I feel excited. I feel I've got me in this, right? Or the second one could be I'm a little nervous about it, a little bit anxious about it. I'm not quite sure it's right for me. I've got a few flags, but then there are a few good things because usually discernment is between two good things that, that really matters. We all know the good and the bad and which one is God's will. It's the ones that, you know, come close. Do I take this job or that job? Do I date this guy or gal or not? Do I get married or not? Do I have kids or not? You know, those are kind of like bigger decisions, but not necessarily one being a worse decision than the other. But the key there is to ask God, give it to God and then sit with God. Be peaceful. I don't care if it's a walk that you need to do. If you go into adoration, which I always get awesome answers there. Because there is really nothing to distract me. I'm sitting right there in front of Jesus. Spend some time in your room. But be in peace. And allow your whole experience of yourself to go down when you think about stuff and you'll know and if it's still a big decision talk to someone in your life that you trust that you know has your best interest in mind and if they then corroborate corroborate excuse me corroborate what you are saying then you can you can probably guess that, yeah, God wants you to go in this decision, but take your time with it. Don't rush either way. It's the beautiful part of that relationship, right? It's a process. We need to be patient and persistent to the three Ps. But God will change you. Grace will be poured into you, and all of the sudden, you will know God. It's awesome. So try it. Try that today with something, with a thought, an idea, an action, a desire, something that comes into your head today. Question it. Discern the spirits. It's in the Bible. Don't trust. Just because it may seem good. Because as I mentioned... The devil is cunning. Ah, such a liar. (laughs) And he pulls our emotions, all the things that, you know, we're concerned about so much in our our vulnerability, our desire to be loved, uh, you know, everything that is a core function of who we are as people. That guy and his minions just play on that, you know, and then they make us do things in desperation. Oh, it's brutal. When if we only just took that time, we would realize, okay, this kind of looked like it was a good thing, but I'm not sure it really is. And I'm okay with that. Let's see what it's like if I go down this path. I mean, you can always change minds. I mean, maybe not like with marriage and stuff like that, but you know. Okay, now I'm talking too long. God talks to you. He does. We just choose Not to learn his voice, that's all. Okay, pay attention to nature, people, things. He comes through all of it. Alrighty, everyone, I love you all. Go out there and be loved to people. Find something more with God and live that awesome, free, happy life that's filled with joy that everyone wants.
0: And have a blessed and inspired day.